You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And we are here today with Ron Himes of the St. Louis Black Rep. He is here at UNL at the Johnny Carson School at once again, uh, we uh, we get to see him, and thank you very much, Mr. Himes, for talking with us uh, yet again. Yes, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Good to see you again. Good, Good to, to see, see you. you. Back in Nebraska again. Yes, here you are back again. <laughs> uh, last time, of course, uh, Dontrell kissed the sea, uh, which Sherry got to see. Yes, it was wonderful. Thoroughly right. enjoyed it. I Absolutely. was not able to. I my rehearsals would not allow me. It was on the very day that it was like, you can't do rehearsal. You can't go anywhere after this date. And it right. was that day. I was like, <laughs> he, got to read, he got to read my review. Though. I read the review. Uh, yeah. So I'm hopefully, when you guys, because you guys had to delay that a little bit because of pandemic stuff. Right. In St. Louis. Right. Mm-hmm. We were scheduled to uh, mount it in January. As a matter of fact, we were in rehearsal and in tech yeah. when oh. Omicron closed everything down again. Yeah. And so we were able to postpone it instead of canceling it. Nice. And we've moved it back to July. Cool, cool. I'm going to have to get up there in July. I'm not doing anything in July, so. Yeah, I was planning on going anyway, so. Very nice. Well, that is happening, but also, while you're here, the reason why you're here is for Traveling Shoes, which is coming up, and this is something, and I'm curious to ask you about this, that you wrote and put together in conjunction with some of the students here. Right. Well, I didn't actually do any writing. Okay, Uh, okay. It's a collage of poetry, prose, music. And yes, and the several monologues written by the students. Okay. Uh, some uh, monologues that they've pulled, some music that I brought in, and we've sort of put it together very quickly. Okay. It's been a week of, well, we're coming upon the end of the week of rehearsal. Okay. And it's a devised piece, so. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. I wondered if maybe it was inspired a little bit by Maya Angelou's. Um, book traveling shoes or uh, well, no well, actually it's based on a couple a few years back I did I put together conceived and directed a show called uh, Crossing Over and Crossing Over okay. was a show that was all music it was a songs of faith spirituals and gospel music oh. basically trying to share the African American experience with music from its roots in Africa to contemporary gospel in the black church today. Mm. And so I've used some of the music from that okay. to oh. as, as a basis for us to build traveling shoes around. Oh, wow. I bet that's beautiful. Okay, so, so traveling shoes, sort of the idea. Right, so the theme yeah. is basically we're looking at social justice movements. Okay. We're looking at how we're addressing issues that are relevant and contemporary, but also starting with a historical perspective and trying to move forward. So we look at gun violence, we look at segregation, we look at immigration, as I said, Mm -hmm. and we do it through these uh, prose pieces and through music from the civil rights movement and some spirituals early on. And this is only a two-night engagement, so people need to get out and see it right away. Yes, there are only two performances. Yes, or 26 and 27, this Saturday Saturday and Sunday. Sunday. Yep. 
This is going out tonight. Okay. Yeah, this is going out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got in. Uh, my, I drove in. My kids are on spring break this week, so oh, cool. they oh, had perfect. to travel with us. My wife is doing some choreography on the show. She choreographed Don Trail as well. Yes. Yeah, and so um, they got to spend their spring break in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've tried to uh, make it work for them, but, you know, they were looking forward to some sunshine and beach. I'm sure they were. Um, but uh, <laughs> so here right. we are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see the production. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what everyone has contributed to it yeah and everybody's and contributed so uh you know there are you know african-american students there are latin students there's an asian student they're white students and everybody's contributed something everybody's put something in the pot and um we've sort of let it simmer and uh i think that people will hopefully be moved this weekend and that uh, the production will stimulate some conversations. Right. Those conversations definitely need to be had. We've, we actually were talking a little bit about that because um, on the way here, we were talking a little bit about at some point people feel offended and maybe it's not intended or maybe it is intended. But if we stop talking, we don't get to have the conversations that we need to have right. in order to fix yeah. it. Right. So, yeah. you know, and... Uh, I think that that's, you know, certainly the one of the major purposes of theater. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that this piece is, I will say that it is intentionally provocative in some points. Okay. And so we hope that it will provoke conversation. Yeah. Because the, the moment we stop talking, yeah. we're, we're done. We shut, when we shut down, and we can't. It's one of the great things about theater and what theater can do and what you're doing with Traveling Shoes is to keep necessary sort of conversations going here's something else to think about that in a way that maybe you haven't thought about it before right. yes and really in all your productions that's that's very much the theme as well some of the productions that you've brought forth right. is, is all about that mission and and one of the one of my questions because you're so such a seasoned director and i yeah. mean the founder of the black rep so I, I what is your life's mission like what do you hope to accomplish just that. I mean, you know, yeah. to be able to educate and enlighten and, you know, entertain people mm -hmm. through the work that we do in the theater. But I think that it's very, very important that we educate and enlighten. Absolutely. What, what advice would you give young people today? Uh, to find your purpose in life, to find your purpose in the theater if that's where your life is and to be committed to telling the truth. Yeah. Everybody doesn't want to hear the truth, but no. we have to speak the truth. Right. Yes, we do. Truth to power. Right. And I think always try to assume positive intent. I think that's always such a big, I know that that's kind of a rule that I try to live by, is just to assume positive intent and maybe ignorance where it applies, <laughs> right? Yeah, we speak about <laughs> ignorance and we speak about hate and we speak about yeah. the power of love to overcome that. Yeah, absolutely. So you have, after this, you've got Behind the Sheets coming coming up. Well, you have Behind the Sheets going on right now. Right, right? it is running. currently, it's currently yeah. running in St. Louis at the Black Rep. It runs through April 3rd. Uh, so, um a stunning, again, yet another provocative production sure. uh, based on the life work of J. Marion Sims, who some know as the father of gynecology. 
And so okay. it is uh, a play that deals with how J. Marion Sims, um, in the play, there's Dr. George Barry is who the doctor is. Okay. But he, through a series of experimental surgeries on enslaved women who he bought from other plantation owners, mm -hmm. performs all of these experimental surgeries on uh, enslaved women without anesthesia. Mm -hmm. He developed a number of tools that are still used in gynecological practices and obstetrics, ultimately learned how to fix fistulas in women but he did it at a tremendous human cost yes. to a number of women. One woman we know of that he performed 30 surgeries on. Mm. And uh, so the production uh, revolves around that and uh, the evolution of his work and his technique. And so it is running now through April 3rd. Through April 3rd. That is a fascinating story. Um, it's an awful story. It's an awful story, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But very, very much a real story, um, good and bad. Yeah. Uh, but it's all true, unfortunately. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it's based on wow, uh, true story and based on his life's work. And how? I mean, in theater, um, how do you how do you convey this story? So I know I don't want to give away any of the any spoilers or anything, but to convey it in so many different lights, how, how, do you, how do you end up doing that? I'm sitting here almost crying. So for someone to go and, and watch it for three hours, how do you convey everything without losing hope? Well, because um, there are five women, uh, enslaved women in the play, who hold on to hope, who are having these surgeries performed on them, who are suffering and, and, and are hopeful that he can fix them, that he can heal them, that he can make them right again. And so following those women's journey and uh, the hope that they're holding on to um, is one of the things I think that helps people to get through the evening Ultimately, he does figure out how to fix the fistulas. And so one of the women by the end of the play has been fixed. Yeah. Uh, the, of course, then the horrible thing is once he's figured it out, he then begins to perform those surgeries on white women with anesthesia. Of course. And um, so, you know, it's a harrowing tale. But it is unfortunate. I mean, I've had a number of people say this is a, a harrowing tale, but it's a beautiful production. Oh. Uh, we've had original music composed for the production. Uh, Marjorie and Peter Spack, who did the work on Don Trail, are the scenic designers as well as projections. Oh, yeah. And so oh. it's, it's really, I, I had a good friend tell me, he says, I hate to say this, but it's just a beautiful show to watch. But it's such terrible things going on that you know, is, you, yeah, yeah, really hard. That you hate to say that it was a beautiful production, right? But yes. it, it really is. It's yeah. it's quite stunning. Wow, and I and I can only believe that because Don Trell, um, who kissed the sea, was an absolutely beautiful production, and the whole 
um, lighting and everything, just the feeling of water and, and you know, water, of course, is emotions and all of those things. Right. It was just beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Marjorie and Peter Spack, again, as I said, they just do wonderful work. And we've, you know, now worked on a number of productions together and uh, really work well together. And uh, I think that... Uh, if people get a chance to come to St. Louis before April 3rd, yeah. I think it would be well worth the trip. Yeah. Right. So no virtual options for Yes, that. no, we're not streaming. <laughs> not doing, okay, nah, fair, enough. Uh, no. fair enough, fair enough. It sounds yeah. like it would just be spectacular. And what does the rest of the season look like for you? Uh, next up is August Wilson's Jitney, which yeah. is his play set in the 70s. Okay. Um, actually, Jamie Bullins from here at UNL. Yeah. Is a costume designer on that production. Excellent. Um, We're talking to uh, maybe a couple of other folk from here who may wind up doing some work for us on the production. But Jamie is confirmed this morning. We had a meeting. uh, Confirmed him as the costume designer on that. And then after Jitney, we will close out the season with the production of Don Trail that we moved from January. It will run in July. July. Oh, how wonderful. You've got such such a fun schedule set ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. And your wife is probably helping you with the choreography on some of those as well. Uh, well, you know, she will help with the remount of uh, Don Trail for yeah. sure, yes. Absolutely. We're looking forward to really having uh, all of the cast uh, that was here in Nebraska in St. Louis for the remount of Don Trail. Oh, excellent. So nice. the four students who were in the production uh, will be traveling to St. Louis and working with us again. Wonderful. So just real quick for Jitney, I, I know that you've yeah. acted, directed, produces, produced all of August Wilson's plays. What what number is this for for Jitney? Is this just the second time? Or it's is the second time that we've done Jitney. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, we've gone through the entire cycle. Uh, we were the third company in the country to do all 10 plays. Oh, wow. And now we're going through the cycle again a second time, but this time we're going through in chronological order. Okay. So we've done six of the plays up to up to Jitney twice already. Okay. And uh, with Jitney, after Jitney, we have King Hedley II and Radio Golf. Okay. And we will have completed the cycle Twice, um, yeah. once as the plays came out, yes, and the second time intentionally in chronological order. Oh wow! So I have to ask: Did you ever get a chance to meet August Wilson? Oh yes, yes, Good. met August on several you occasions, okay. and well, uh, had yeah. wonderful conversations, and you know, just blessed to be in his presence and to be able to talk to him about his work. Right. So while you were doing those productions or before the productions, like how did it happen um, in order of you doing all of his productions? Uh, Well, we initially met on the phone because I was having difficulty getting the rights to one of his plays. And um, I got his number and I called him and um no, I didn't go. I didn't get to. I, I I ran into him at a conference, and I told him about the problems that we were having, you know, with the licensing company holding the rights for the bigger theater in town to do, oh, okay. and the larger theater in the town, of course, had no interest in doing any of his work. Yeah. Uh, but of course, you know, they were holding out because you know that'd be more money for them if the larger theater did the production. Right. right. So um, he said, well, here's my number. 
next oh. time you have a problem, just call me. That's and fantastic. so from that point on, I had no problems getting any of his work. I just, Excellent. when we were ready to do one, I would call him. And I think by then he had already told the license company when St. Louis Black Rep calls, oh, they're okay to do my work. Nice. That's great. Wow. When, um, I, I bought Kenny Leon's book because I know that he, he worked with August Wilson and mm-hmm. on Broadway. And Chris, Chris took it. I haven't read it yet. Sorry, I'm about halfway it. through it. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> yeah. I'm really enjoying it, and I am going to make I sweet potato pie. Ch- yeah, I wondered if you got a chance to meet any of any of them so or work with any of them. Oh, yeah. Well, Kenny's a good friend of mine, oh. and uh, we, you know, we work together a lot. We play a lot of golf, played a lot of golf together. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, oh, yeah, you know, so. So there's, you know, there's a circle of, you know, the Wilsonian actors. Stephen McKinley Henderson is another really good friend of mine. Okay. Uh, So a number of, you know, Ruben Santiago Hudson, you know. uh, Actually, Chris Rawson, who is the critic at the Pittsburgh Gazette, has a podcast series where he has interviewed a lot of the August Wilson actors and directors and um he's interviewed me i'm in one in that series of podcasts so if you check it out i think it's it's chris rawson r-a-w-s-o-n i think it's august speaks is the podcast series watch for that for sure i saw i saw some um interviews on uh youtube but i hadn't (laughs) a podcaster hasn't checked the podcast (laughs) right yeah He's, he's he's done he's done a lot of people kenny ruben santiago hudson steve henderson uh eugene lee okay. uh, myself you know a number a yeah. uh, number of actors and directors what's one of the most astonishing things that you've found in doing all of these plays is there anything afterwards that after you've done them that you know you didn't expect maybe no i think that you know uh I'm just constantly amazed each time we have done one of the productions at just how powerful they are and um, what tremendous opportunities they are for black actors and black directors. Mm -hmm. It's a body of work, much like Shakespeare, where, you know, the youngest youngest characters in August's plays are like eight or nine, ten years old. And then there's Aunt Esther, you know, who's 285 years old. Um, So, you know, you could have a whole career just playing August Wilson, much like people do, you know, with Shakespeare. Shakespeare. You know, so you could go from playing the young characters in Joe Turner's Come and Gone and Piano Lesson all the way up to the older characters in Gem of the Ocean and Radio Golf. Yeah, wow. It's We've been so blessed to have so many great writers Yes, yes, yes. Um, Oh, and that's another thing I I didn't mention that's coming up, speaking of great writers. So um, in April, actually, while just as we're going into rehearsal for Jitney, we will remount our production of Sweat by Lynn Nottage, uh, who is being honored by the Inge Festival in Independence, Kansas. And... um, they are honoring Lynn April 22nd, I believe it is, yes. And on that evening, we will remount our production of Sweat to perform it for Lynn Nottage on the evening that she's being honored 
by the William Inge Festival. Oh, that's wow. in, That'll be in Kansas? Yes, Independence, Kansas. Uh, and just real quick to bring it back around to traveling shoes, as you came uh, to the students with sort of your, uh, the, the traveling shoes idea and your sort of thesis uh, statement, uh, I guess, um, how did you find the, that they took to it? Were they immediately like, oh, yes, or? Uh, no, not actually, because, you know, um, there's a section early on where we deal with slavery. As they were learning the music, the first week of rehearsal was actually by Zoom. And so they were learning the music. And uh, there's a number in the show, uh, Sun Up to Sundown. Uh, basically, the lyrics are Sun Up to Sundown, Picking that Cotton, Sun Up to Sundown, Whipped by the Masso, Sun Up to Sundown, uh, Chains and Shackles, No More Auction Blocks for Me. And I had just asked the musician, my musical director, uh, Vince Learned, who's from here, who's in the uh, dance department, I think. Okay. And uh, some of the students had difficulty, well, the, the non-black students had difficulty singing that song because they were like, well, we didn't pick cotton and, and we weren't whipped by the massa. And so... It took a little education to say, well, you know, actually, there were white slaves. There were indentured servants who were basically white slaves, who were treated just like the Africans who were enslaved. And they picked cotton, and they were whipped, mm -hmm. and they were treated just as badly as the Africans were treated. And so, you know, it's been that kind of hopefully learning process for them yes. during the rehearsal period. And uh, hopefully it will be the same uh, experience for the audience. For the audience, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. I'm so glad that you have this talent and you've, you've, you've honed it and you're, you're doing such great work. Well, I just, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to share it. And, uh, you know, we've been in this two-year collaboration with uh, the Nebraska Rep and the Johnny Carson School. Yeah. and. This is the culminating event of those two years, so yeah. I'm hoping that it will be well received. Oh, Excellent. yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much yes, for coming you, to Ms. Nebraska Thomas. and yes. doing what you do and letting us talk to you. It's such a privilege. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Hopefully we'll get to snag you again sometime. We'd yeah. love to talk to you again. Thank you so absolutely. much. All right, anytime. All right. Thank you, sir. Take care. For more information on the performances of Traveling Shoes, and the Nebraska Repertory Theater, go to nebraskarep.org. And for information about the St. Louis Black Repertory Company, go to theblackrep.org. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.